the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope is being a blessing to all of you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Saints of God, our God wants to have an intimate relationship with all of us. That's one of the reasons why I sent Jesus into this world to save us. To make that opportunity of an intimate relationship with him available to us. But although that opportunity is there, most Christians don't have and enjoy the intimacy with God that God wants us to have with him. And most of us don't know how even if we wanted to. I've got good news. There are pathways that we can take to increase our intimacy with God. Every one of us needs to learn what those pathways are so that we can have and enjoy the type of intimacy with God that he desires with us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Second Chronicles chapter 20, please. That's what we've been looking at for the last couple of weeks, and that's what we're going to look at this week, too. Because this is a powerful story right here. Put in the scriptures just for me and you. So that we can know exactly what we knew, know to do when trouble comes at me and you. Because trouble's coming your way. I ain't prophesying, praise God. I'm just, I'm just, just, wait, welcome to real life, praise God. Trouble's coming your way, but you need to know what to do when it comes your way, praise God. Because that's not the question, whether or not trouble coming. It's do you know what to do when it comes? Because if you know what to do when it comes, it's going to come and go. Come and go. It's going to leave. It's going to went. No matter who it was that sent. The devil sent it to you, but that's all right. He's going to go back and bring the package back that the devil sent to you. Because it's not going to be able to apply for you. We found out that a great victory, that the great victory of Jehoshaphat and God's people of Judah came as a result of their praying. Because praise God, when they, when, when they ran into some stuff, they prayed. Praise God. Verse 3 of chapter 20 reads, and Jehoshaphat, of course, after he got the information about what was coming down on them, and Jehoshaphat feared and set him, himself to seek the Lord. Now, feared right there, of course, meant a, a frightened, which means he became a frightened. He became alarmed. He became bothered by what happened. There's nothing wrong with that. You're not, out, you're not a, a, a bad faith person because fear shows up to you. Fear knock on everybody's door. Fear step up in everybody's life. Now, the question is, is what will you do when fear gets there? Bad boy, bad boy, what you going to do? What you going to do when fear come for you? Now, if you do what you're supposed to do, then the fear ain't going to be able to grab hold of you and do what it wants to do. So what he did is set himself to seek the Lord. 
And he proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah. And they cooperated with him and they fasted with him and they began to pray. And the whole congregation began to pray. And then he began to answer them. And last time we got together, we found out what, what, what to do when God tells us what to do. We found out what to do when God tells us what to do. Since you got that quiet, I ain't going to ask you what I taught you. Praise God. Amen. I'll repeat it to you. We're supposed to set ourselves. We're supposed to stand and we're supposed to see. We're supposed to set ourselves, which means to place, uh, uh, place ourselves in a, a particular type of way. God wants us to be established. God wants us to be secured. And he wants to set ourselves based upon what he says to me and you at the time that he tells me and you from prayer. He wants us to stand. We found out that the word stand means to abide, to abide behind, to confirm, to continue, to dwell, to endure. You're talking too fast, Pastor. I can't take notes. Get the CD from last time. Praise God. I'm just reminding you what it is that we said that God wants us to do. He wants us to be present, to remain, to stand by, to stand fast, to stand firm, to stand still, to stand up, praise God, and, 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 and stay in the place that God gave you. Because God's going to tell you something. He's going to share with you something. And your job is to lock in with what he says to you and then see that thing manifest for you and me. Because if you stand still, you will see the salvation of God. But God will give you the place to stand. Because if you do what God told you to do, last time we find out that fear won't be able to grip you. You will not be dismayed like other people will. But you'll be able to know that God's going to do what he's going to do because he already, you already know God's will. Because we already know God's will. Now, it's important for us to be able to enter into prayer, especially when trouble comes. Now, we don't have to wait till trouble comes. The key is to be able to get in prayer and stay in prayer on a regular basis anyway. So that no matter what comes up on a given day, we already got what it takes to be able to handle whatever comes up. Because when faced with opposition that he could not win in and of himself, Jehoshaphat then reminded God of his power. See, when he went in prayer, he reminded God of his power. See, one of the things that prayer will do for you is give you a chance to be able to become once again more intimate with God and be able to know a little bit more about God so that you'll know that he's the God that needs to that you need to have at the time that this situation comes in your life. A lot of times when situations enter into people's lives, they really don't know what they have. Rephrase, Lord. They really don't know who they have. And because they don't know who they have is why the fear and dismay comes on that day and stays from days longer. Because they don't know who's on their side. And we who are believers, we don't know who lives inside. We don't understand that the very God of the very God is living on the inside of me and you. The one that is Lord over everything is standing right there with me and you. But we get so focused, so bug-eyed over what's going on happening to me and you that we don't even focus on the one that's with us. Jehoshaphat, when he went into prayer, he went into prayer knowing who God was. He didn't go into prayer to find out who God was. He went into prayer knowing who God was. Because that's one of the advantages of being able to pray and be in prayer on a regular basis ahead of time. It's because it sets up the time for you to be able to know who God is. So that when trouble hits your way, you can go into prayer and say stuff like Jehoshaphat had to say. See, God don't want you coming up in there begging, snotting, and crying, and boo-hooing, and what am I going to be doing, and all that kind of stuff all up in the middle of your prayer. No, he wants you to come up and pray in faith. Because the prayer of faith avails much. 
It causes dynamic power to be made available in the middle of our life. Let's look at what he said. Let's look at what he said when he went in there in prayer. It's the kind of stuff that you want to be able to say when you go into prayer. Now, we already read in verse 3 that he said a, a, a fast and, and went into prayer. But verse 5, let's see what he said. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, art thou not thou, art not thou God in heaven? He wasn't asking him like to find out, is you? He was saying it from a position of, I know you is. I'm reminding you. And rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the, hev- of the heathens? He wasn't saying that asking a question like, do you rule? He was saying it from a position of, I know you rule. He says, and in thine hand, is there not power and might? So that none is able to withstand thee? Listen to him pray the knowledge that he has about God. The understanding that he has about God. The things he's already learned about God. The things he knows about his God. That's the reason why he went into prayer. Because he knows who his God is. Art not thou our God who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel and gave it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend forever? Reminding him of what he did in the past. Reminding him of all the things that he did in the past that applies to them at this particular time. And they dwelt therein and have built thee a, a, a sanctuary therein for thy name saying, if when evil cometh upon us, as the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, or whatever else the heck come up thy way, we stand before this house, the one that you set up, and in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help. Then thou wilt what? Hear and help. So he already knew God will hear his prayer when he called unto him. And he also knew God would also help him when he would call unto him. That's why this cry unto him wasn't like, (laughs) this cry unto him was like to speak out loud. To be able to speak with resonance in his voice. God, if there's anything you can do for a brother or sister in my time of need, No, 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 no. He came up there with power. To be able to tap into the power that he had already tapped into before. He came up in there with power. To be able to tap into the power that had got him all he got before. He came up in there with power. To be able to tap into that power that he was going to need this very hour. That when trouble was coming his way, he came up in there with power. And power came out his mouth because he already knew the God to whom he would pray. See, it's important for us that when we go up in there, baby, that we know who this God is that we're talking to. Prayer is a pathway of that intimacy that will allow that thing to happen to you before the situation comes your way, before the problems and the situations come your way. So that when they come your way, you already know how to pray. A lot of us try to shoot a shot for the first time and expect to hit it every time. But usually when you try to shoot a shot the first time, you're not going to hit it. 
you need to shoot various times before then so that you can be able to learn the stroke and know how to do it then. See, we need to learn to go up in the prayer the right way. And this, just like he did, he was reminding God who he was. He was reminding God what he did for them in the past. And he even reminded them of who God was in relationship to them and how it is that the, the relationship that they had still lasts. What verse did we leave off on? He said, and now, after, because of all I just said to you, behold, check this out. The children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, check it out. I say how they, re- I, I say how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession which thou has given us to inherit. O our God, will thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but eyes are on you. Man, I love that. Praise God. I might not know what to do in terms of how to handle this situation myself, but I know what to do to keep my eyes on you. I might not know what to do to be able to handle these people that's coming my way, but I know what to do. I know to pray. And I know when I pray, I'll pray with power. I know when I pray, I pray with power because what I sow is what I'm going to reap. And so I'm going to come up in there with power because I'm coming out with power. I'm going to come out with clarity and understanding because I'm going in with clarity and understanding. I might not know who, what to do, but I know you. I might not know what to do, but I know you. That's why he said that I know that thou art God. That word God right there is the name Elohim. That's the name Elohim. It's talking about I know you are the creator God. I know that everything on this little world that twirl, you made it. Yes, Including them folk that's about to rise up against me. Because I, I, know, I, know, I know who you are. You're the creator God. And anything you put together, you can take apart. Anything that it is you create, you can handle. But this is not just the name of the creator God. Elohim is also the name of the covenant-making, covenant-keeping God. That is also name of the covenant making, covenant keeping God. And you made a covenant with my fathers that still resides in my life too. A covenant is a binding agreement that you're going to do what you said you're going to do. And you already told me you would preserve me. You already told me you would keep me. You already told me that you're going to watch out over me. You already told me that you would be there to help me. Well, I'm coming to cash in on my covenant. See, God wants us to step up in prayer to cash in on our covenant. That we don't go up in that circumstance-minded. We go up in that covenant-minded. See, when you're in covenant with somebody, you done locked in with them, and they done locked in with you, and everything they got is available to you. And I know you got the power. That's what he said. I'm telling you what I know you got that I know I need. I'm telling you what I know you got that I know you need. Yeah. 
that I know I need. Because you're in covenant with me. And you are a God that's got the power. And that's what I need this very hour. I need power. So I'm not going up in there to see what's going to happen. I already know what's going to happen. I'm about to put my claim check down. And I'm about to walk out with what I need. That's what I'm talking about. I'm about to put my claim check down. And I'm about to walk out with what I need. Because you are the covenant making, covenant keeping God. See, a lot of folk make covenant, but a lot of folk don't keep covenant. I ain't even going to go there and ask how many, how many folk up in the house that, 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 that used to have somebody that they had a ring wrapped around, but now it ain't wrapped around them. So you can, you can go and testify that everybody that made covenant don't keep covenant. But God is not like man. God is not like man. God said, I am man. Hallelujah. I made man a little bit more, lower than me. But I am the prototype. And I do what I say. Because God says, I'm not a man that I shall lie. Nor the son of man that I shall repent. Which means he don't change his mind. That once God says something he's going to do at a given time, that's what he's going to do. And if he told you before he got you, baby, he got you. If he told you before he going to come through, then baby, he going to come through. Because he going to do exactly what he said he going to do. Hallelujah. He was talking about the covenant making, covenant keeping God. That's what we went up there talking about. Is anybody hearing me up in here? In other words, in Jehoshaphat's mind, whether God had the power to handle the situation wasn't even the question. Whether he had the power to handle the situation wasn't even the question. He knew that God's got the power to handle whatever he faced, and he prayed like that. He went up in there and prayed like that. Like, I know you got my answer. I know you got my solution. I know you got what it takes to get me out of this mess. Yeah, they rolling down on me, but you walking with me. And because of that, I ain't got nothing to worry about. That's why my eyes are on you. A lot of eyes ain't on, on God. Our eyes are on the situation. We trying to, we say, we be telling people, you know, but I'm looking at God acting like we cockeyed Johnny. Praise God. One eye over here, one eye over there, one eye looking at God, one eye looking at the situation. You ain't no lizard. You can't do that. Praise God. God designed both your eyes to go in the same direction. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And either you looking at God or you ain't. Some of us got God in our peripheral view. He kind of like over there, but he a blur. While we focus on what's going on with me and you. No, you need to look at God. Because he is the author and finisher of your faith. You need to look at God. Because he's the one that's going to keep you in perfect peace. You ought to look at God because God is your solution. Hallelujah. Verse 15 tells you the results of this powerful prayer. Drop down to verse 15. See, when you pray like that, you get answers like this. Verse 15, and he said, Hearken ye all, Judah, this is God talking. Hearken ye all, Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou king of King Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord unto you, you was talking unto me. Now I'm going to start talking unto you. Be not afraid, 
nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. <laughs> the battle ain't yours. It's mine. Why? Because you reminded me of my covenant. That whatever you have, I have. That whatever you face, I face. That whatever you dealing with, I'm dealing with. You know it's personal. Because when you're in covenant with somebody, it's personal. Y'all not hearing me up in here. Because you still think them financial situations are yours. You still think all them bills are yours. You still think them debts is yours. You don't even understand. You in covenant. The bills are not yours. But they're God's. The situation you're facing is not yours. It's God's. Them folk that's rising up against you, they're not rising up against you. They're rising up against God. And prayer will allow you to be able to not be fearful, not be dismayed, no matter what's coming your way. Because you know God's got it. Man, when you enter into prayer, you get answers like that. See, this answer came as a result of his prayer. This answer came as a result of his prayer. This answer came as a result of his prayer. God didn't decide to do it because he prayed. When he prayed, what he did was tap into what God already decided to do. But what God's waiting on is you. Because just because you're in covenant with somebody don't mean that they necessarily going to do nothing for you unless you let them know about it. Now, thank God that God's not a God that's just sitting around waiting us to let him know about everything. But there are times that you need to be reminded of what God's going to do for you. But, and, and remember that God will come through. See, many believers think God stands far off when they're in trouble. God ain't far off. God's right there with you. Turn to Psalms number 10, please. A lot of believers think that and act like God's far off someplace. Like he got one of them, 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 them other gods. Them little G gods. Them remote, distant gods. Like God's a, like 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 God is the God of deism. D e i s m deism. Praise God. Whereas they acknowledge that God did God did make the world, but at the same time He is remote from it. He's far from it. He don't really have nothing to do with it. He don't He don't deal with it no more. It's like He He make a world, set it up like a, a watch, get it to ticking, and then He move on and stuff like that, and never to deal with it again. The devil is a liar. God's concerned about everything that concerns you. God said, if it concerns you, it concerns me. Because I'm in covenant with you. Psalms number 10, stanza number one. Here's the folk that act like they, 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 they don't know God right there with them. They ask questions like, why standest thou far off, O Lord? Why hidest thou thyself in times of trouble? Why he do what? Hide himself. <laughs> God don't hide himself in times of trouble. God's right there. God told us and gave us a promise and said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. That's why y'all ain't got to be praying, come by here, O Lord. Come by here. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the word of God had to say. Hope that you're learning that God really does want to be in a closer, more intimate relationship with us. 
God not only wants to have a closer, more intimate relationship with us, but he's opened a door of opportunity into a closer, more intimate relationship with him. Now, I don't know about you, but I plan to take advantage of that opportunity and increase my intimacy with God. I hope you do too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christensen, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And to all of the married people out there in San Antonio surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I got just the thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to, pay half and pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because childcare is provided at no charge. Neither I, VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. Your boo is the one that you're married to. I look forward to seeing you this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.